Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jay, and you are listening to the Let's Be Frank podcast. Let's get it. All right, people, so we are back with another episode of the Let's Be Frank podcast, and today I am here with my girl, Jalea. Say what's up, Jalea. Hey, everybody. Um, so Julia is here with us today and before we begin I just want you to kind of tell everybody a little bit about yourself okay hi everyone I'm Julia um, so I go to Change Church that's how me and Jaleesa you know kind of met mm-hmm. and just a little things about myself um, so I work with um, kids and adults with disabilities um, that's the current job that I'm at right now um, no it's not my career but you know I have a passion for that and you know I love what I do I am in school for fashion, mm-hmm. so, you know, I love fashion. Um, I have a blog, a motivational blog called Unapologetically. Um, so, yeah, so other than that, you know, I'm just kind of seeking God and trying to find out, you know, what my purpose is at the moment. And, yeah. All right. Well, um, and we are definitely going to get your um, blog information linked in the the um, show episode description as well as well as your Instagram. So if just spell the, okay. spell the website though for them if they want to look it up. Okay, so it is U N A P O L O G E T I C A L E E dot org. Okay, and um, you have you have you started putting out? Because I know you were taking a break for a while, so you started putting out new. So- I took a break. Um, so honestly, I started it in January of 2019, and I did about five, to, five to six vlogs, and then I stopped. Okay. And then I took a break, and I just started back onto it. So I am going to be posting more content, you know, soon. Okay. But for those of you who don't follow me already, you can, you know, go read the blogs that I already have. All right, cool, cool, cool. So, um, is gonna talk to us today about, um, like me and her are both gonna talk about self esteem and how to basically some things that we both may have overcome with low self esteem or that we're working through because I feel like that's a struggle that a lot of us people say it, but we don't really figure out how to break free of that bondage, um, from self low self esteem and, um, how to have high self-esteem and which in turn is confidence, but confidence can confidence sometimes can be a mask. And we want to make sure that it's true confidence and self-love, self-appreciation, appreciation of who God's created you to be inside. Um, but before we begin that, I'm actually going to do one of my questions that got asked and, um, I want to start doing something as well. Like I want, like if, when I have guests on here and also just with me, I want to first do, um, we're going to do the question after this, but I want to do what's called a heart, a heart check. So Julia, Julia, <laughs> Julia, I want to check in on your heart. So how's your heart doing this week? Like, what are you, what are you going through this week? What are you feeling? Wow. That is a great question. Oh my <laughs> I, don't, I feel like people really don't ask you that. That's the crazy thing. Um, So my heart, honestly, it's really in a good spot and I think it's because like I really been seeking God like I don't know if it's because of this pandemic but I really you know just been reading like my word and you know doing devotionals and praying 
So my heart is actually in a good spot right now. That's good. That's good. Well, I'm I'm glad you're using this time to see God and to allow God to have clarity in your life. Um, for me, if I could be honest, like checking in, I think that my heart is a little con- <laughs> like jumbled up <laughs> and confused, you know. And I, that's why I really want to do this heart check in because sometimes. I don't think we have the opportunity to stop and pause. So, like, when I do a right. heart check-in, when I do this on the podcast, like, I really want people to check their heart and figure out, like, be honest for a moment, even if they have to pause it and say, like, where they're at. So, for me, my heart is feeling a little all over the place because I know there's God. I'm like, I'm in a season of transition. And mm-hmm. so, um, honestly, like, I'm trying, like, some days I read my words, some days I don't because I just... You know, but I know I need to. That's the thing. And so, like, when I don't read my word, I feel it. But it's always that fleshly part of me that wants to say that I got it and I can handle it. And God's Mm -hmm. like, no, just lean on me. And so I think that that's what I struggle with a lot is leaning on God, if I'm being honest. So, honestly, it's crazy because I'm saying that this week, but talk to me next week and I promise you I'll find (laughs) something completely different. You know, I've been reading, you know, I've been doing good, but like I said, talk to me next week and it's probably completely different. So I definitely feel, you know, where you're coming from with that as far as like, you know, feeling like all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but you know what though? Like, I hope next week that you're still consistent and God keeps you in a place of peace, honestly. I'm going to just need you to pray. Just pray for me. I got you, bro. <laughs> pray for me. <laughs> so um, one of the questions that got submitted to me was, um, how do you break away from soul ties? Um, and, and I feel like this, this is such, I have been avoiding this question because I kind of feel like this kind of, this ties into this episode as well with self-esteem. Um, but breaking away from soul ties, I don't know about you, Julia, but I've had soul ties. Sometimes they still be trying to come back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Woo. So for, I'm going to just jump it off if you have anything to add definitely go ahead but um the first thing first is breaking away from soul ties i think people want to break away from a soul tie but they don't and this could be a topic all in 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 and of itself i'm just going to answer the question quickly but i think i'm gonna do an episode on this as well people want to break away from soul ties but sometimes you're not doing what needs to be done to first of all get away from the person that soul is attached to the physical body like a lot of times like oh, i don't want to be attached to a soul tie but you're still entertaining this person this person still has your number they can reach out to you they can contact you and how can you break a soul tie if that's that that soul has access to your soul in any type of way like the bible says to guard your heart above all things so that means even you can't even text me right now and it's not on something like i'm mad at you type stuff it's like you don't have to be mad at the person you can just say hey like i'm trying to figure some things out um most of the time soul ties are a relationship um so i need a little bit of space like we're not together right now i'm not upset with you like if i see you it's all love but i think a lot of times we're trying to break soul ties while still having the same interaction with someone and not setting healthy boundaries and then like the second thing to breaking a soul tie is to recognize what it is that your soul is tied to like when your soul is tied to someone it's because you've allowed something to come into your life so you recognize that maybe you've attached yourself to someone with anger or that you feel like you can't when you're around this person you're in lust or like they have a certain control over you and people think that that's cute like oh when I'm around you I feel like this you have a hold on me no I don't want anybody to have a hold on me that's bondage whether you believe, okay whether you realize it or not that's bondage 
So I think it's just about recognizing what it is that your soul has become attached to and has taken in forms and shape and form and shape of. And then you really have to do the work. Like sometimes, like I know with my situation where I was married, like that was a real heavy soul tie. And just his, you know, realizing that like his family and him, that, you know, that they were not operating in the best of spirits, you know. And so realizing that my soul had become attached to some serious things. Like I had to go through a process where I had to have elders pray for me and, you know, just reach out to like a spiritual mentor to ha- help, ask her to help me, you know, through this. And every day I said a prayer um, that was about breaking that soul tie and just uh, denouncing what it is that was um, coming up. And the thing about soul ties is I think we just want them to break, but it doesn't just happen like that. Like sometimes it breaks, but sometimes it tries to come back and we got to keep rebuking it. And just to give you guys a resource go listen to Pastor Torre Roberts. He was having a, like a sit down conference type thing. And he prayed for people who had soul ties. I think it's the five keys to love on YouTube towards the end. He does a prayer and he does like a, a conversation about soul ties. And I think that really helped me to realize that, a, that I was like still having an attachment to my ex and I didn't want to be in bondage anymore. So I hope that answers. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. So, all right. So, you knew you had to break your soul tie. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you kind of knew what you had to do, but what did you physically do to eventually, like, I guess, like, completely, you know, break it, it? I guess. I just put in the work, also, like, therapy, too. But honestly, like, I re- had to realize what was unhealthy about that relationship. And I had to decide, like, is is this more important than my healing is this more important than what I've allowed so for me it was like um fear I had attached myself to fear and control so I was I constantly like my like my spirit would leap every time he texted me and I would be like so scared and it would take me to a place of anger because I would get so angry like I'm transparent on here I, I tell people it's like transparency is my superpower so I would be like at work I would just get up on my desk and go outside and be on the phone cussing mad everything like just and it it, it would just be one simple text that could like set a flame so mm-hmm. I had to really reach out to someone um to who I know was like prayed up in the Lord like I had to anoint my myself like with oil I had to pray every night like I had to really um deal with anger because of what the soul the attachment had sent me on or even just if it was like for somebody else it might just be like I can't stop having sex with this person then you physically cannot be around that person like it's not always spiritual like let me pray like the bible says faith without works is dead so physically you can't be around that person you have to set some physical boundaries in the um earthly realm as well like not just spiritually right so I don't know if that answers your question or if like you want more details. Well, no, that definitely answers it. Like I kind of knew what it was that you did, but I was trying to just see like, you know, because a lot of times we we know what to do, you know, but it's like we right. don't do it because we're scared. And it's just so. denouncing, like look up prayers of denouncing soul ties. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, you'd be surprised. Yeah, that, def- that definitely answers it. But I'm glad you, you know, got through it and I'm glad you're, you know, healing. Yeah, and I was, I hope, and I hope whoever asks this question that you become healed and you become set free because no lie, that prayer that Pastor Torre prayed 
when he when I prayed it, I felt like you remember like like I felt like a chain from around my mm-hmm. neck had like mm-hmm. had broke. Like I felt pressure when I when I said amen. Like it felt like something broke around my from around my neck. Why you felt relief? Like, yeah. And I don't know if you remember, but do you remember when um Pastor Darius McLeod preached about Soul Ties yes. and Iconic? Now yes. that that hit me. Like that was like I'm telling you, that was everything. Yeah. That kinda it helped me break away from my soul tie, but believe it or not, I I went back. So it you know, it did. I knew what I yeah. had to do, but then I ended up going back. So I think it's important, like you said, like you have to be aware. That's like number you, one. You like, really do. You have you to really be do. aware of the soul tie. You have to be aware of what it is that your soul like soul is attached to. And then once you're aware, I think it's also about like you have to know what you deserve. Mm-hmm. because yep. a lot of times I believe that there's healthy soul ties you know and I believe there's unhealthy soul ties so, yeah I mean like a husband and wife their souls are tied together they're made one so and, that's healthy yep. if, it's, if it's God or they mm-hmm. but there's times where you're in an unhealthy soul tie and it can seem good you know because there's times where that person can make you feel good you know but then you just know overall that it's unhealthy so exactly, you have to be aware of the type of soul tie that you're in. So I think that it's awareness is very important. And yeah. like you said, just you ha- sometimes you have to physically detach yourself from that person. Like you, you just have to. Like it's not so much of like sometimes, like Pastor Darius said, sometimes you gotta eliminate, and sometimes you have to literally completely cut that person off. Yeah, and, and sometimes it don't require an explanation. Like sometimes, because when you get into that explaining too, that that opens up again okay. for, for the enemy to be mm-hmm. like, "But remember this, and mm-hmm. remember how they did this." And one thing about soul ties, you really want to break a soul tie. Keep your memory green on why it is that you need to break it. That's the one. We we will get to reminiscing about girl about stuff like. Oh, um, you know, well, remember that one time? Like I've done that, and I then I God be like, but then like literally, God will God will have your back. Like He always gives us a way of escape. Like, but I would think of something like, oh, well, maybe I overreacted, and maybe I shouldn't have did this. And then my ex will text me something crazy, and I'm like, oh, that is why. That's I'm why not. you left. Like that's exactly yeah. why, girl. I do that all the time, and it's crazy because when I tell you, like. I don't know what it is, but I mean, I'm I'm not gonna say I never have negative thoughts, but I'm such a positive thinking person. So when it comes to like even people in my life, like you know, somebody can do me completely wrong, but when they try to come back, I'm not thinking about what they did wrong. I'm thinking about everything they did right or what they can do right. So right. I'm thinking, oh well, maybe this person changed. Like you know, it can be different this time around. Like so, that's how I easily let people come back. And then, like you said, then they say something, and you're like. Oh, like it's the same as like you know thing yeah this is why I left the first time and it's just like and not that people can't change because God can like I never like the thing was like with me for setting boundaries and I'm gonna make this our last point because we could talk about this all okay <laughs> <laughs> the thing about this with, with this for me was 
I feel like I was a bad Christian if I threw somebody if I if I said, Oh, I'm done with this person. That's good. And God is God's a God of order and decency and he loves all his children, but it's just like your parents. They're not gonna have your sibling who's on drugs, stealing and doing all this crazy stuff come in and make the whole house toxic. They might have to send them away. They mm-hmm. might have to allow life to teach them. So God's not gonna allow 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 somebody to come in and make his house toxic and injure all his other children if he does if he can't if he doesn't have to now he gives us a choice but he's saying i don't you don't have to deal with this like let me deal with my child you're the i'm the parent and you're the child so pray for your brother and sister love them from a distance but that does not mean that i'm telling you to stand here and take abuse i'm not telling you to do that i'm not telling you to stand here and put yourself in a situation that i desperately want you out of you're not me you're not a savior and so i really had to understand that setting boundaries doesn't make me a bad christian like it wasn't throw throw the person away it was giving them to god like you i'm not pushing them outwards i'm pushing you upwards upwards to jesus and i'm just going to step <laughs> back <laughs> you, and you gotta step so back. um but I wish I wish y'all could really hear what Pastor McClure has said to us at Iconic Night. Girl. Unfortunately, I don't think that they taped it. But a lot of people have told him like, "Hey, he needs to like follow up on that." So you know, shout out to you, Pastor McClure. If you if you want to do something about, I that, got you know, notes from that night. Like I'm sorry, right. I was sending my notes. Like it was, that was real. It was, like, it, was it, it was crazy because. That same week was the week that I prayed that prayer that I listened to on YouTube with Pastor Tori. Wow. I didn't even know that he was going to talk about that. Wow. So it, that all yeah. happened in the same week. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. But, um, yeah, so that's that's how, that's how some steps to break a soul tie. There's books out there. There's so many things, but I'm praying for you. I'm sure Julia and I both are praying for I'm you. I'm praying for you. Are. I sure am. Whatever the bondage is. I know is, how deep soul ties could be just like other things you know like I, it doesn't have to just be sex or mm-hmm. abuse or whatever it could just be you know this person isn't and right for you but they keep coming around and they're blocking a blessing whatever but um yeah so we're praying for you any look i'm just popping my <laughs> <laughs> we've been talking about this topic you know, all day was good. <laughs> but unfortunately that's not the topic <laughs> right that's not the topic so we're gonna talk about self-esteem now and um the reason why I chose Julia, Julia for this is because my girl just be floating around like you can literally look at her crazy and it will not phase her like she don't care like she will wear her red hair and be like she, will, she, will, she don't care like she has style and it might not always be like you might not always be like wow that's different and she would just be so confident with it like she does not care like even when somebody's acting crazy she be like well that's just the, like she but a lot of us why I'm saying that she has high self-esteem is because a lot of our self-esteem is affected by how people treat us. So for me, I know that sometimes I, I struggle with so low self-esteem. So somebody could come at me crazy and I think it has everything to do with me. And it really doesn't. So Julia is very like secure in herself, I feel like. Um, and so I just kind of want to go into that with you, Julia, about self-esteem. Like, has was there ever a time that you had low self-esteem? Okay, so I used to have, like, low self-esteem when I was in, like, I guess, elementary school, some middle school. And, I mean, it sounds, like, cliche and stuff because I feel like maybe everybody probably had, you know, a time where they had low self-esteem. But, no, like, mine was, like, really, really bad. But it wasn't bad because of other people like what other people said it was bad because I didn't feel confident in myself so 
mm-hmm. you know, during that time, I did not feel pretty. Like, you know, I didn't like my hair. I just, like, I just didn't like myself. It was, like, so many things I didn't like about myself. So because of that, you know, when people said stuff to me, then that's what made me feel lower. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I think if I had high self-esteem at that time, then it wouldn't matter what people said. But because, like, my self-esteem wasn't good, then that's when I was, like, just like I was just very low like you know I didn't like myself like I you know got depressed a couple times like it was just really bad and I think from there I don't know when it was but it was just a light bulb that just went off one day really? and I just told myself like yeah like I just started learning like things that I loved about myself mm. and I started not really caring what people thought and I think once that started happening that's when I started to really just build my confidence. And then when people said stuff, I just didn't care. And I feel like that's where I'm at now. You know, that's yeah. why I can live very, like, freely. And, you know, my blog is called Unapologetically because I feel like that's, like, how I live. Yes, unapologetically. And, you know, like, that's exactly how I live. So it's kind of like, it kind of starts with, I think you have to know, what self-esteem is number one mm-hmm. and it's having your own confidence it's not about what people think about you it's not about how people feel about you it's about how you feel about yourself Wow. so once you know that I think it makes it better and another good thing is you have to start looking at yourself how God looks at you yes and that's another way that I you know learned to build my confidence like you know I try to see myself how God sees me and that's all that matters you know looking at myself how God sees me and just having my own confidence like I literally have a wall in my room of like affirmations and I literally look at them like if I'm laying down in my bed like I'll just randomly glance at it and there are things like I'm beautiful I'm resilient I'm confident you know I'm a leader so you got to have effort. You have to affirm yourself. Like, that's also very important. Yeah. That's that's so true. Like, you have to... But, see, people people like to, like, say affirm, and I'm, like, very careful about that because the world will say mm-hmm. affirmations. But I believe in affirming yourself, but affirm yourself in the Lord. So, like, because mm-hmm. if you affirm yourself in your will and power, it'll fail you every time. You have to affirm yourself um, from a higher place, which is God. Um... And like I definitely agree with that because I struggled with self with low self esteem pretty much. Like I want to say honestly, if I'm being real, up until like maybe the be- the beginning or end of last year, like the beginning of this year, end of last year, like I really started breaking. God started breaking those chains of low self esteem from me, and um, a lot of it, like even as a child, man, like I was just so fragile, and I don't know where the enemy mm-hmm. began to plant that seed in my life. But I can remember always feeling like that. Oh, and like to the point where like, you know, my mother, like she's the type of person that she's not going to hold back. Like she's not ruthless with it, but she tells the truth. And so growing Mm -hmm. up, I felt attacked constantly and I grew up like very angry. And, but the other day, like she said something to me, like she was like, you know, you're coming out of the season of divorce. Like you, it's almost been two years. And I think it's time for you to really like up your style, like up your like become mm-hmm. who you want to be. Like I did, mm-hmm. I get it. You were just trying to make it, but I want you to find who you are and like try to find like you know some 
cute but sexy like you know keep it you know but she was like be a woman like she was like you don't mm-hmm. have to walk around here looking like what you're going through or whatever and mm-hmm. the whole, and I really took it in and I was like you know what I'm gonna order me some clothes like I don't do much for Jesus. and I feel like too also for you like I think being a mom can really I think that can probably take a toll on you too like sometimes you forget that you can like you know what I mean like you can like not step away from being a mom because you can't but you know just you know do like look nice for Jalisa like you know like do, exactly like make yourself beautiful do your makeup like you know like not you are beautiful but I'm just saying like I think as a mom a young mom you know sometimes um you got to remind like your friends that exactly and and I, but the thing was like when she said that to me I I was like I received it and I was like huh that's something to think about but I realized in that moment that wow god like you've healed me because had she said that to me like three four years ago my my emotions would have been tore. I don't know why she's trying to say that I look dusty, that I've been out here walking around looking crazy. Like, this is why I'm, like, talking. To like, I would have really been hurt. Like, it sounds so bad. Oh, but no, no. But that I how know. hurt I was. I know. Oh, my goodness. I know. I know. And and that's, that's what I mean when I say, like, when you don't have confidence or self-esteem, anything people say, like, you will take it to a whole nother level. Yes. Like, you will blow it up, like, they can say the littlest thing and you'll be like, oh my God, they said I was just a terrible person. Like, you'll literally take us to a whole nother level. So don't have self-esteem. Like, so hurt for no reason. <laughs> and I remember, oh my God, so <laughs> this is funny, but I remember honestly, like, I really had low self-esteem. It started from a kid. Yo, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I was just terrible. And it was family members that used to, like, tear me apart. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, literally, yeah. My cousins, like, they would, like, because my, my family, like, they're, like, funny, but, like, they'll, like, talk about you and be funny. Now I understand it, but before, I was yeah. young, I didn't understand it, you know, so they would talk about my clothes, they would talk about how I look, you know, and it was just kind of like the, I would cry, you know what I mean? But they wouldn't be like, oh, are you okay? They like, like, oh, you a like, baby. <laughs> yeah, they would be like, oh, you a baby, you need to woman up, da-da-da. Right. So, it was a moment in that where I was like, you know what? I'm not taking this. You know what I mean? Like, I need to learn how to stand up for myself. Like, I need to learn how to not care what people think. Right. You know? So that was a moment, too. But it it took time, yo. It really took a lot of time. Like, even now, it's not, like, you know, the best. Like you said, there's times last year, you know, I struggled mm. with, like, self-esteem, you know? Like, just sometimes you just go through those moments where you just don't feel enough. Yeah. I guess you can say. So, you know, I went through moments where I just didn't feel enough, you know, so I always felt like I needed validation. Yeah. You know, from people. Yeah, and that's a that's a huge part about it. Like, we think self-esteem sometimes it looks, but it could be internal stuff too, like stuff that comes from other people, but it's mm-hmm. really feeding you internally. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, 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 you good, you good. That tied in, like, yeah, you, you're right. It's, it's not a, always about, you know, physical. Like, it's, it can be more about internal, you know, internal things. Yeah, and I think one of the biggest ways to fight to for that internal thing is to fight through it. Like, uh, my friend, her, um, her name's Siobhan. She's actually a, a therapist. Her major is there, like, you know, psychology. She, like, I was really like, she walked me through a lot of stuff last year. Sometimes I ain't always like it, but. She walked me through a lot of stuff was like, you know, I want you to write down the, what you're feeling and then write down the truth. But sometimes that's hard when you when your feelings and your your toxic thought pattern is, mm-hmm. has always been that way. 
But I, but she said, okay, so if you don't know what to write, then look up a Bible scripture about what it says. Like, write down the feeling. And I would say, I would really suggest that everybody gets a feeling chart because y'all think that certain things are feelings and they're not. Like, that's not a feeling. That's that's like a, a side effect of whatever it is that you're actually feeling. And mm-hmm. most of the time, we don't want to say, like, I feel betrayed. I feel um, sad. This person had the power to make me sad. Like, I, I feel um, heartbroken. Like, we don't want to say those things because we feel like it's giving somebody power. But once you, like, address the feeling of whatever it is that you're feeling inside, because low self-esteem comes from something that, from feelings, and it's usually triggering a certain kind of feeling. Right. And so I looked up that, I would write down the word that I was feeling, and then re- replace it with a, a scripture that spoke about that. So my heart was broken. And I never wanted to admit that my that somebody had the power to break my heart. And once I re- really wrote it down, I wrote next to it, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. So yes, I'm brokenhearted, but the truth of the matter is, is that God is here with me in my brokenness and he's trying to heal and bind up my wounds. You better preach on this thing. So that's just a suggestion to combat because I know you guys are like, you guys might be like, oh, well, you guys are talking about low self-esteem and what you went through. But like, I want to give you guys some tips and so does Jalea. Like, how so, like, walk us through like the transition. Like you said, like, you really just... All right, wait, I, have really to, I have one thing to say just to piggyback. On okay, go ahead. So I think it was cool that you said um, to like look up scriptures mm-hmm. and kind of tie it into it because I think when you're feeling a certain way, like, you don't you can't really know the truth like you know like if you feel hurt like yeah of course you don't want to be hurt and you want to you know get past it but it's like I feel like sometimes like when you or if you say you think you're ugly you know what I mean like say you feel right. like you're ugly like of course you're not ugly like you know you're beautiful but that's not the you you can't that's not the truth at the moment so it is important to like look in the bible because like I said you can really see how God sees you and I think it's important to know the truth like with that you know because when you're feeling something I'm telling you like when I'm feeling something nobody can tell me anything different like I'm gonna be stuck in my feelings like I'm not gonna hear anything so yeah so listen to Jaleesa when she say look up scriptures and you know do that because when you're feeling something you are not you don't want to hear anything yeah and for me I don't (laughs) it is it is the thing about it is it's like like how you were talking about validation too which is so Mm -hmm. good is I, I let me just tell y'all I when I was growing up I was so broken that I would go from person to person and it was usually an adult woman because like I said I felt so hurt by my mother because I couldn't take her I couldn't take her because I was already so broken um inside and so I went to like adult women seeking validation and it didn't matter how many times they told me I was beautiful I was talented and that I was enough it didn't matter it all all that mattered was that it wasn't enough so I would have to like I kind of like use them in a sense until like those words didn't mean anything anymore and so it doesn't matter how much validation somebody gives you until you deal with what's going on inside of you and I get it at that age I didn't know to deal with that but until you deal with it you're just going to be seeking that validation from people and getting yourself into relationships that maybe you wouldn't normally get Mm -hmm. into if you, if they weren't validating you from a broken place, and like, you have to know that that validation too is gonna go away. So someone yes. can be validating you, validating, validating you, but someone can wake up any day and feel a different type of way about you. But that's why you have you have to get it from yourself because it's gonna go away. 
like with yeah. you know anybody so until you have it within yourself then you're always going to be like literally constantly searching for you know the validation yeah and also just knowing your flaws as well like mm-hmm. The thing about it is, is that I wanted to be perfect. That was the thing. And so, perfectionist out here. Yes, like that perfectionist. That's is me. also a form of low self esteem. Because mm-hmm. what happened to you? Why you feel like you have to measure up to some form of perfectionism that isn't real? Mm-hmm. And so knowing your flaws, because when people would tell me my flaws, like I would get so like Julia when I say I was walking around here with a I'm a it was just like an open wound like just Mm -hmm. so hurt and the thing is like yeah like my mom would be like oh you're moody and I would get so offended like what do you mean I'm moody I but I am moody (laughs) you know in your heart that what they're saying is right but it's like you get so mad (laughs) yes like (laughs) Like that, I was just in a mood. Like my mom was literally like, "What's wrong with you?" I was like, "I don't know. I just been in a mood." Like I was just in a mood. I'm a moody person, but for <laughs> her saying that to me meant that I wasn't perfect. That I'm not always happy, and people like happy people, so I should be happy. Like in your, but everybody's not always happy. So exactly, <laughs> and if they are, they on something or they <laughs> or they lying. They're lying. Let me know. Right. They're lying because I was that person. I was that person, that liar. Like I, you know, I wanted to be this happy person, or I act like I was this happy person, and you know, I was struggling with so many things, and it's just, I don't know. I just learned to be more transparent because now, now I can do that. But before, like I was just covering it up, covering it up, covering it up. So anybody that acts happy all the time they're lying like yes everybody has their moments i'm sorry but they do and I they all have their moments I heard Ayala Van Zandt say something because people like that are usually martyrs. And so she said, do you mm-hmm. know that martyrs are, are angry people? And I said, what? Like, I really had to think about that for a second. You know why we're angry? Because we're sitting up here allowing ourselves to be the victim and not that we're like playing wow. the victim, but we've, are sub- we've already categorized ourselves and subjugated ourselves to being the victim, to being the fall guy, to being the person who allows people who puts ourselves to the side so everybody else can be happy. And how do you think that that makes you feel inside when everybody's walking all over you, walking past you, not, not, not adhering to what you want them to see that you need. Cause in your mind, if you're a people pleaser, which comes from low self-esteem, mm-hmm. um, you're saying, maybe if I please you, then you'll somehow read my mind and see that this is what I really want. Because mm-hmm. people who suffer from people That's pleasing good. issues, they really want you to do what they're doing for them. Mm-hmm. They, But they don't, nobody does it. So they hope that if they do that enough for people, somebody will see them and be like, I see you. And most of the time, no, people don't see you. They got their own stuff going on and you got to speak up. And it's like, we, yeah, we want people to see us, but we don't want to like speak up. That's the thing. That's the problem. Like we we want people to really see us without like, and that's why I love how you have like your um podcast because like you said, you're very transparent on here, and Thank it's kind of like people get to see Jalisa. You know what I mean? Like I feel like if you were covering up covering up stuff and you know acting like oh like you know I'm perfect or I'm this and that, nobody would really know like the real Jalisa. You know, but since you are like transparent, and I think that's important. Like you really have to speak up like yeah that's what it boils down to like you have to speak up like nobody is going to read your mind nobody's going to come to you and just be like oh I mean there are people that will but you know what I mean like yeah all in all ain't nobody gonna come to you and be like yeah I know you're helping me out with this but 
you're struggling with this. What can I do? <laughs> like, nobody, nobody, yeah, like, nobody's, nobody's gonna, gonna say that. that. Like, that's nobody's gonna say that. And then in turn, you become angry and bitter. Mm-hmm. Bitterness. Woo. Yes, because they didn't see that you have an open wound that you're walking around masking with a band aid on it when it really needs stitches. Jesus. Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. And so now you mad. When you told them it was a cut, but somebody off. really shot you. Yep. Woo, that's it right there. A band-aid can easily fall off. That's the thing. Like, yes. band-aids do not permanently fix anything, honestly. Like, <laughs> I don't know about you, but every time I have a band-aid on, these things be falling off left and right. Like, they do not fix wounds. Like, no, and even and let's say it can a band aid. All you need is a band aid. Guess what? If you if you fall and you, outside in some dirt and cut your knee, you can't just slap a band aid on it. When you yep. get dirty, when you mm-hmm. get when you when you fall into some mess, you gotta come home and you gotta sit down and you gotta regroup and you gotta care for that wound. You gotta mm-hmm. clean it out. You gotta, you gotta clean make it? sure that it's moisturized. You gotta make sure the band aid's not on too tight so that it can get air. That's the thing about it is that even with a wound that can be healed with just a little bit of work, you still got to do the work. You still got to do the work. Slap, slap something over dirt when, mm-hmm. when it's already infected. Absolutely not. And it comes from within. It comes from yep. within. You have to fix it within yourself. But and also like a twofold to self esteem is that self esteem does come from within. But people always try to say, oh, you know, self esteem doesn't come from without. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Some of y'all need to start need to start from within and and the outside because sometimes if you don't take care of yourself, Woo! like low self esteem will have you not showering, will oh, have yeah. you not brushing your teeth as often as you should, or wearing clothes that don't make you feel good. And sometimes you just need to do a little bit on the outside as well as do the work on the inside too because that can that can send you down another pitfall if you only do the work on the outside but do sometimes you got to pick yourself up from the outside mm-hmm. on, because we all need to control something mm-hmm. and you can kind of control that a little bit buy yourself a nice outfit go get your hair done and your nails done and go look in the mirror and say like i'm beautiful i'm handsome you know like those those things matter too like you can't just do the inside work only and i'm not saying i'm saying whatever looks nice for you like not what the world says not what everybody else thinks is popping right now i want you to be authentic you don't gotta have long weave you don't have to have you know extra makeup and all this stuff whatever looks good for you and makes you feel good exactly because like for me i went and cut all my hair off but i wanted to cut all my hair off because i said to myself i want to feel beautiful no matter what and i feel like i hide a lot behind a lot of things and i want to walk around and feel so confident because it's something about like when i see girls with short hair and they're talking that thing i'm like i want to be like that so i started working on what i wanted to be like you know um oh that's another good thing though like that's another good thing like Sometimes you gotta like look at what you wanna be or how you wanna be or like and I feel like a lot of times people think comparing yourself is bad. I don't mm. I'm not saying compare yourself, but I'm saying like sometimes you can look at people and you can be like, Oh, they have confidence. Like I wanna, you know, I wanna try to get my confidence there. Like Jalisa, you said you cut your hair because you you love seeing people with short hair, you know, and you think you yeah. have a different type of confidence. So I think that's important. Like you can be like, like I just cut my hair too. I never thought I would cut my hair, but I cut my yeah, hair. Yeah, you look mad cute with it. I when I tell you, I never thought I would cut my hair. Like my hair has been, I feel like my 
anchor, whatever you want to call it, like my whole life, like literally, like it was my hair, my hair, my hair, my hair. So me cutting my hair, that opened like a whole new door. Like I was like, wow, like yeah. I'm cute without hair. Like what? <laughs> no, you look mad. <laughs> like, I really like it. I really like yours though. It's so cute. Oh my god. And it's it is it just oh thank you, girl. Thank you, sis. Um, <laughs> look, I was about to go all in. <laughs> like, let me stop. And it's just crazy too because like um like you said though about seeing other people, it's not comparison, it's inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like get inspired by yep. other people and reach out to those people too. Like you will be surprised. Like people I think we get so caught up in like I don't want her to think that I'm biting off of her. I saw some girl with a cute jacket and trust and believe I'm going to be sliding into her uh DMs on YouTube. Where'd you get this jacket at? Like <laughs> where'd you get that jacket? Because you are killing it. And I think I can kill it. Girl, right women need to this. empower other women. Like that's the thing. Like like you said, Yo. people always take it as oh, I don't want them to think I'm, you know, copying or whatever. Like there's a saying, I forgot who said it, but they say um, it's nothing wrong with copying as long as you're copying the right cat. So as mm. long as you're copying, you know, a good copy cat, a good like cat, it's okay. You know, like it's okay. Right. If you see somebody doing something that you want to do or you feel inspired to do, hit them up. Ask for tips. You know what I mean? Like you don't got to do exactly how they're doing it, but you can do it. Exactly. And that's, and that's the, that's the thing about it is like, like, Yes, get inspired by other people. Vote like ask, uh, talk to other people. Is nothing like there's nothing wrong with that. Like God put like we all have somebody that we want to be modeled after. Of course, we want to be modeled after Jesus. But <laughs> see, <laughs> you know, like I'm trying to, cause, you know, people just be getting real like just all holy on the right, time. Like come stuff. on, but, like, like, like well, you supposed to be like God. Like okay, I get it. But <laughs> okay, but Jesus was like low key fly. Like he had twelve people following after him that wanted to be like him. So oh, like. Okay, I want to do the same. Like, like my thing is though, it's like when you think about it, like yeah, you could be spiritual, but it's like, what if I want some fashion tips? You know what I mean? God can't give me no fashion tips. You know, like he had that gold <laughs> right. sandals on. Like, I, like come on, I need somebody <laughs> that I see, you know, wearing cute clothes. Like, so it's like you, you gotta look outside of that sometimes. Like, right, and it's like what, whatever, like it's like you said, whatever is your style, and whatever, like you said, whatever works for you. Like, like you said, it doesn't have to be what society thinks is cute or what's in at the time, you know, like, and that's another thing. Like for me, I'm not a trendy person, so I don't really follow trends at all. So I mean, I kind of just like do what I like. So I think that's important for everybody. Like you don't have to have the newest sneakers. Like you don't have to have, like, if that's what works for you, if you, if that's what you like that's cool but you don't have to you know like you don't have to do it right. for other people and I think that's important. no that's important you don't absolutely. have to do it for other people like a lot of people like do sorry go ahead. well I was just gonna say like a lot of people I feel buy things this is a good one a lot of people buy things to yes. look like something you know what I mean like a lot of times they don't even have the money they just buy it because they want to look like they got money they want to look a certain way you know, it's just all about look and, and that's just the type of world we live in today, I think, you know. But that's crazy though, Julia, because that goes twofold to what we were saying too, like, so that's the comparison side of it, which can affect your self-esteem. First of all, I had to really start realizing, like, there was people I compared myself to, and girl, I be finding out that they broke, they shaming, yeah, they, they still scamming people, doing all this crazy Come stuff on. Yeah. to get what they got. Girl, 
And so it's Ooh. like, if, even if they're not scamming people, let's say they're doing everything right. I will find out that like there was a season in their life where they was busted mm-hmm. and they, they went through like the struggle season for a yep. minute, but God still kept them. So it's kind of like you, you can't allow what you're watching to affect how you feel. Like social media is a thing. I'm telling you. Yes. Social media is a thing. Like when I, it's a double edged sword. It's crazy. (laughs) When I tell you, like they're just like Jaleesa said, like with the whole, we gotta talk about this scamming thing. I'm sorry, because there are people that I would look at and I would be like, yo, like they is dope. Like they always got this. They always got that. Blah blah blah. Then I found out they were stealing, and I'm just like. Or or got like a hundred thousand dollars in credit card debt. Right. I was over here sweating over five thousand dollars in credit card debt, and you racked up a hundred thousand dollars. Right, right. One freaking uh, low behind credit score. Like it. Those are the people that you really be hating off of. Like you really be like comparing yourself. Like what? Yeah. It's crazy. So you know, like just definitely, like we said, like it could be a double. It, like everything could be a double edged sword, and you just gotta know yourself know your triggers like i know when i'm being triggered like like for me that whole mood thing and whatever and a lot of it has to do because my family has mental health issues and so for me it felt like when you was telling me that i was being moody that i was being unstable okay and i don't want to come off and i don't want to be like that i looked down on it for a while but then i was like okay well i probably do have i probably i'm naturally moody but then i'm sure sometimes it's, it's magnified because I do struggle with like depression and mental health mm-hmm. sometimes. So I'm sure that, I, but like, that doesn't make me a bad mm-hmm. person. Like, and, you know, and like, even when me cutting off my hair, sometimes I have thoughts like, well, what kind of guy is going to like me? Like, what if he feels threatened? What if somebody thinks I'm gay? Like all of this stuff, like just all these thoughts, like what if guys aren't attracted to me? Cause I don't have long flowing hair. And then I said to myself, well, would you want somebody who, who only cares about something that's superficial anyway? Because guess what? I could have cancer today or tomorrow. I could get caught in the house okay. fire and my hair burn Ooh. off. Like I want somebody that sees and, me and sees oh the beauty goodness. inside and, and out. And it's important because first of all, going back to what you said about, you know, Obviously, when you were younger, you um didn't know how to deal with it or whatever. But it's like you knew that that's not who you wanted to be, which is also important. Like sometimes when you're feeling some type of way or you're, you know, you you're moody, you knew that's not how you wanted to be. Like you wanted to, you know, be different. So I feel like that's also like a step to like changing, like you know, like who you are as far as like I guess positively, like not negatively, but like positively. Also, when it comes to your hair, I think. Yeah, you're saying like what if, what if, what if, but that that would just mean that's not the guy for you. Like if a guy exactly. isn't accepting you for, you know, the Jalisa with the short hair, then he's not for you. Because if you put weave in, he might want you, but then when you take it out, is he still gonna want you? So exactly. I think exactly and that's that's yeah, not me. and that's not you. So now you know that whoever comes along, they want Jalisa with the short hair exactly and it just and it's like people want to be like oh it's not skin deep it, it's, it's both it's both. It's skin no, deep. it's both definitely it is and like for people who be like well what does the bible say about being ugly um i feel ugly the god doesn't really talk about that stuff yes he does he said he created you in his likeness mm-hmm. and image and guess what god is so bomb and he is so powerful that only i think one person in the bible outside of jesus christ has ever saw him so without dying so just think about the fact that you're so bomb that people got it so bomb that he if people saw him they would drop mm-hmm. dead. 
That's how fly mm-hmm. he is. So he created you in his likeness and image, inside and out. Like you're that you're a child of a king. So, and you gotta know that. I you gotta know that because you really gotta know that, yeah. And sometimes you have to keep telling yourself it even when you mm-hmm. don't believe it. That's the thing. And I'm finding that this journey, it, it comes in waves. Like, it's not, like, we want it to be like, a, oh, I'm fixed, I'm healed. Like, no, there are days that I don't feel good about myself. Like, and I have to really talk myself up out of that. So it's going to come in waves. And I think once you accept the fact that life is not going to be a one-shot thing and that I'm going to have to continue to do the work because life is work, life is hard, then things will get better. And that that's definitely what it is. And that's exactly why I said with this whole reading thing and I'm on track and I, my heart is good. Yeah, this is how I feel now. Yeah. But like like you said, it comes in waves, you know. So I'm feeling good now, but tomorrow can be different. The next day can be different. You know, it's just all about learning that every day can be different. Yes, and, and Jalea reads a lot of yeah. books. And I'm telling you, reading books on whatever it is that you're going through or even sometimes what you don't even know you need, that helps you to have like some like aha moments. Books and podcasts, I'm telling you, they will keep you on yes. track. Like books and podcasts, they will keep you like you said, when you're reading a book that goes with what you're going through, it will do it for you. Like I'm telling you. It will it will have you. And also here. too, I think like, it's also really for me, I love and that's why I love listening to your podcast because you know, we're the same uh, age. You know what I mean? I feel like we relate in a lot of ways. So sometimes you think you're the only person going through that. Like, for some reason, like, when we go through things, sometimes we're like, you know, oh, my God, like, why am I going through this? Like, I'm pretty sure nobody's going through this. And then you listen to somebody else's story, and you're like, wow, like, they literally are going through the same thing I'm going through. So I think reading and, you know, listening to podcasts, that's very important. Because then you see that there's other people that are dealing with the same issue that you're dealing with exactly and even if they're even if they're not dealing with exactly the same thing you just just know that like like we said social media will have you believe in stuff out here i I know friends who like they posting on social media like they're living the life of riley and then they're telling but they're going through mm-hmm. on the back end of it so like and i'm not saying that everybody is like some people are genuinely happy and they want to spread that happiness because i don't want you to get a jaded perspective either but like just know that like you're like she's like like Julia said, like you're never alone in you're some way. Alone. Like somebody's either been there, is going through it, or they're going to go through it, and they actually need you to talk about it so that you can help them. And and like like, uh, like our pastor said, um, you know, Doctor Darius, he said one time he was like, when you really think about it, like not many people are gonna post their flaws. You know what I mean? Like a lot of right. people they're going to post their vacations and they're going to post what they're buying and they're going to like, they're not going to post, you know, there, yeah, there are people that are going to be like transparent and, you know, really be like open with you, but online, everybody's not doing that. Like people are not going to be posting about what they're going through and not saying you have to do that, but you just got to keep that in mind. Like people's lives aren't perfect. Yeah. Like nobody's life is perfect. Be like, I'm not going to post all oh, today. I just, right. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, who I ain't cussed like that since high school. Like, I was I was getting it right. in. Right. Like, 
that. You don't know. Like, I, if, I, if I cut somebody out, you don't want to talk to me no more. Like, I'm not going to post that. Or I'm not going to be like, yeah, so I wasn't a good steward over my money today. I definitely spent money on clothes that I didn't have. And now I got to buy Peter to pay for Like, who's going to post like, <laughs> you going to post, when you get the money, like, you're probably going to post, like, you know, something like a cute outfit or, like, whatever. But you're not going to post, you know what I mean? Nobody's going to post, like, all that. Like I said, sometimes you, you know, people are transparent online. You know, I've seen it. I feel like I'm transparent online. You're transparent online. But not everything, yeah. you know, like nobody's gonna know every single thing, like at all. No, and not at all. And that just had that's it's just really like like you said, it, it starts from within and then it comes out. And sometimes you got to do both the outside and the inside. Um. So I don't know. If, did you have anything else to add, Julia? Because I we think covered we a lot. Much, um. Yeah. Right, so hmm, I guess you can call them godly affirmations. So that's important. Um. If you can, I think, you know, people should just get, like, a space where they actually write out affirmations. Like I said, I have a wall. It doesn't have to be a wall. It can be, like, a notebook or, you know, something like that. But I, I just think... Your phone, whatever. Or your phone, too. That's what people... Yeah. Just something yeah. to, like, remind yourself. And then one more thing. I was just going to say, like, try to do things outside of your comfort zone. I think that is a good thing yeah. to help you um, with, like, self-esteem like doing things outside of your comfort zone and not always feeling like you have to be stuck in the same type of yeah. comfort. And can I, I want to give an example for that. So for me, I'm five foot 11 and I've always struggled with my height, especially with guys and girls too. Sometimes I just feel like, Oh, they're always like, Oh, you're tall. And I'm so cute and little, blah, blah, blah. And so I'd be like, God, why did you make me this way? Like, I feel so tall. Like the guys feel threatened by me or like, I feel like what guy's going to like this tall girl. They're all short. And so it would just come to a point. Like I had literally God dealt with me like a couple of weeks ago. No lie, Julia. And I was like, I don't want to stand out. And God was like, so let me get this straight. You want to fit in when I've called you to stand out and you can do great things if Ooh. you do. He's like, I didn't just call you to stand out um, like um, spiritually and, you know, you know, virtually or whatever. I called you to stand out in every single way. So I wouldn't wear heels. I have bad posture because I spent most of my life slouching over, but I've been really making a conscious effort in my, you know, I'm, you know, just looking into like how I can fix my posture to stand tall and so for me, like I'm about to start wearing heels. Girl, I yo, love heels, but I yo, don't anytime I see a tall like female like you and like they have heels on, like they automatic like to me, you look like a model. Like literally, like it you like seriously like, <laughs> I'm really serious though. Like, cause when I see tall females like that, like and I'm not saying you have to be a model if you're tall, but it's like it's like really a different type of exotic look. Like, you know, like to like yeah. to the person. And it's like it, you should really embrace it. Like, you really should embrace it. Like, you need to start wearing heels, girl. Yeah, and it's just like, I love, it's not even like, oh, I just want to wear heels because that's what I want to do. I've loved it. My mom always says, she like, every time I turn around, you in my closet as a little kid. Like, I love heels. And I'm done with this whole, like, because basically what I'm doing is I'm trying to shrink myself to make other people mm -hmm. feel good. And that's just a physical representation of that but how many things in life do we do because of our low self-esteem that we just want to fit in because it makes us feel good when god is like no no no, i made you that way on purpose what you hate about yourself mm -hmm. i love about you and i did and if purpose. you do things to fit in with other people then you're not giving anybody nothing new like i feel like when you really embrace your individuality like you 
someone is going to, I'm telling you, someone is going to come to you. And, and I, and I noticed that when I'm like my true authentic self, like people come to me and like literally all the time they come to me like, Oh, like, you know, I love the way you do this, this and that. Like, can you help me with this? But when I'm like trying to cover it up and trying to fit in, nobody says anything because they don't see anything. So it's like, they don't say anything because I'm like fitting in. So I think it's very important to stand out and just be who you are. Like, Girl, and yeah, people, people love that, people like you said, when you're like authentic, and it, 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 it like oozes out of you. It's a glow, it's like a glow on you when you're being like your real, true self. And people, yeah, people can tell. Like, you might think people can't tell, but people can tell. Like, I'm telling you, like, people can tell. Like, for me, I can tell, yeah. like, when people are really like just being them, like, I can just tell. like like I love like I don't it's like weird I love like awkward different weird type of people like because I just know that they're being ourselves like like I just love it like yes unapologetically (laughs) like I just love it but yeah that's all I have I guess you know tips and stuff unless you have any other questions no, I'm just going to kind of give them a recap, but, but real quick before that, just the same way people will come up to you, just prepare yourself for some people to say things. Like, I know when I wear heels, why I always stop is because somebody, and for as many people that tell me I look good, there's always that one person that says, dang, you already tall, why you got heels I hate, on, or like, I hate standing over everybody. Stuff. I hate when people say stuff like that, like. But it's but that's the thing. That's the enemy. He's right. always gonna try to put to try to put you back in that place. So that's what I'm saying. Like for every person that's complimenting you, there might be two or three people that have to, that are, that are gonna try to put mm-hmm. you back in the place of insecurity, whether it be physically, like oh, like you might start speaking up for yourself and telling people what you need, and everybody other everybody else might fall in line. But that one friend that knew you back yeah. in the day, oh, so now you gonna come tell people. But I remember when you was a punk and you let this people happen. reminding well, you who you used to. Indeed, that's the one. That is the one. Yeah. Or who they and then most of the time when they're trying to bring you down, it's because they feel intimidated. So are you mad because I got four more inches on me because it makes you feel some type of way? Okay. I'm good. Like that's the kind of attitude that you have to have. Yeah. Like, and you and you do. And that's <laughs> the thing. And then I'm telling you, people are always like, and that's another thing. You gotta understand, people are always gonna have something to say. You can walk around here, yeah, low self esteem. You can walk around here, and people are gonna be like, "Oh, she got low self esteem. She don't like herself. She this and that." Then you can walk around here confident, and people are gonna think you cocky. So it's like either way, like people are gonna think what they want to think about you. So you just kind of have to, like Jalisa said, put some stink on it. Like exactly. And the thing is, like, like I'm not, you know, Jesus. Jesus had Jesus. You know why Jesus stayed stayed with high self esteem because he had twelve people around him that he knew loved him. He had a father in heaven that he knew sent him here on assignment. So he was good with the rest of the world hating him. He was good with the fact that like with everything, like he could have had so many rejection issues. Like my father's not my actual father, and he didn't even want me when I first was born. He was mad at my mom for being pregnant. And like all of this stuff, but Jesus was like, like I'm here for a purpose, and I got my squad. And even within his squad, like he had people that was still trying to bring him down. But he still, he was so confident in mm-hmm. himself. He's like, Nah, I know you got some issues. I'm gonna love you through it because I know that you're in my life for a reason. But what you got going on don't got nothing to do with me. Judas betrayed him. 
Jesus could have been like, Judas portrayed me. That that what does that say about me? I'm and that was somebody close to him. That was somebody close to him. That was a random person. That was somebody that was in his circle. Like, so you gotta remember that. That was somebody super, super close to him that did that. And Peter, it was a Peter, I think, that denied yeah. him like three times. Like, yep. nah, nah, I don't even know. That's my boy. And, and Jesus could have been like, yo, like, you're ashamed of me. But Jesus was he like, been crying, I doing all this extra stuff. But so, like, that's like how you gotta really look at the Bible, though. Sometimes it's just God, like, you know. But, um, I'm sorry, yeah, because I don't want to keep you Girl, for too it's much okay. longer, Julia. Why, but look, it's, I know this is your podcast, so we, we gotta, you know, end it. But we could be here talking all day. <laughs> I know this is like this is really good. Like, like I really, really enjoy this. Here talking all day, I'm telling you. And like I feel like this. Like I don't know if you feel this way too. Like with your with your um blog and stuff. But like when I'm talking to you guys, I sometimes am having revelations yeah. in that moment. Yes. Like, I'm usually yes. speaking yes. to myself. Think, you know, for me, when it's like, like you said, like when you're talking or if I'm writing or whatever. Like anytime I'm talking or writing, like I always get my own revelations. Like I'm like. Wow, like, and that's why it is important to like be transparent because there's so much truth. Like, you know, like it's just so much truth when you're like actually like not holding back. That's why I really, that's what I really like yeah. about this podcast. Like, I get to just sit here and talk, and you know, it's just like so authentic. I love it. Love it. Thank love you. It, love it. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um. So let me just to recap for you guys real quick is give yourself some godly affirmations, whatever that looks like for you. If you have to search them up, search them up, but like really take the time to sit down and be like, what areas do I need to be reaffirmed in Um, and replace the lie with the truth, whether it be like, if you don't know what the truth is, but you're just, if you, or if you do and you're still struggling, then just say that. But if you don't know what the truth is, go to the Bible and, and, and do the feelings, feelings chart, and then find out what your feeling is and replace that with the truth. Know your flaws so that people can't use them against you um, and so that they won't trigger you if if it's brought up. And validate yourself from within. Um, people can give you all the external validation that you want, but I mean, it's like you, people confuse cockiness, mm-hmm. cockiness and confidence all the time. Me looking in the mirror and saying to myself before I leave this house, that girl, you look good. Like you look bomb. That don't make me cocky. That's me affirming myself that I look cocky so that I'm not walking out here looking for um, a- affirmations from other people. And if I don't get it, then I'm going to come home and be like, man, that was a messed up outfit. Now, if, if somebody tell me I look good, I'd be like, I know. Like, that's cocky. But you affirming yourself before you go out, if you know you're struggling in an area or before you have a conversation or interact with certain people, that's not cockiness. That's conf- That's you being that's confidence. Yes. Confidence and confidence. Confidence. And then um, the, 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 the second to last one is speak up. So tell people what you need because nobody, like you doing this whole people pleasing dance is not going to get you anywhere. Um, Tell people what you need because that helps your self-esteem too because then you have, you're not spending unnecessary energy on things for the wrong reason. And really, honestly, that's a form of manipulation as well, whether you believe it or not. Um, So tell people what you need so that they can help you. If you need to say to a friend, like, I'm really struggling with feeling beautiful and I really want to be transparent, I'm pretty sure your friend will go out their way to make sure that they tell you that you look good when they see you and that you're, you're beautiful or give you some encouragement. Um, 
and do the do so do the outside work as well, not just the inside. So sometimes you might need to really evaluate what would when I put this on, does it actually make me feel good or am I just doing it because I want people to like me? Create who you are inside and out. Um who God has called you to be. So that's kind of the recap. I will put this in the show notes as well. But um Julia, do you have anything? Um, I think we know? pretty much covered it and you know, I talked, I guess, a lot. So I don't wanna like, you know, keep you guys but um, <laughs> no, you're fine. just one more thing just um pick out different scriptures too that you can um like I have some scriptures that I you know really yeah. like that I constantly go over um so yeah that's important like just pick out different scriptures that you can like you know remind yourself of and yeah I think I pretty much covered it all alright cool great. well guys thank you so much for listening to us julia thank you again for doing this with me like i don't ever take my guests for granted because people take time out of their day and their busy schedules to do what they do like julia expressed to you guys earlier she works with children who have you know some struggles and she works nights and so her doing this for me tonight on and working with my schedule on me with her i really do appreciate it when people come on here um, and I don't ever want to lose that, you know? So thank You're you very so much welcome. again, Julia, I had so that. much fun. This was great. This was really great. I can't wait to listen to <laughs> it, was great. it was this great. great. Yeah, so it'll be out. Um, I'm probably going to edit it tonight and put it out. But um, yeah, guys. Um, So you guys know what we always say. Um, visualize your best self and show up for that person each and every day. Woo-hoo. Your guest Woo-hoo. is someone else's blessing. Bye. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>